0: The truth is out there. Hunter Biden is at it again. And let's take a look at the new iteration of artificial intelligence. And let's deter- let's figure out if how intelligent actually is it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I've got a deep thought segment here. I have many friends who've tried to convince me that aliens exist and that UFOs are actually from other planets. My father is the main culprit. He's into UFOs. He watches the UFO channels. (coughs) He watches a lot of stuff about the ancient uh, pyramids and things like that and how they are actually uh, conduits to the aliens from far away and stuff like that. Before I didn't believe in aliens. I thought there was no way an alien could actually have the technology to travel this far. And if they did have the technology to travel this far, they weren't necessarily going to be afraid of us. So why aren't they presenting themselves to us? So I, I never really bought the, the, I never really bought the aliens come here and leave whenever they feel like, um, I did have kind of a, a a Men in Black theory about aliens that if they were were out there, they're here and they're actually just kind of cruising around with us. A very good, uh, very good theory that I or I buy the theory that it's possible that the aliens are actually just human beings. They look exactly like us. Uh, here's the thing. They did, the United States government did release a bunch of classified UFO videos recently. Well, Trump did. I think the government's still trying to hide a lot of them. Uh, And what we're finding is there's some weird crap out there. And this weird crap is not being found by, you know, Country Joe in the middle of the desert at four in the morning. This is being seen by the United States Navy. This stuff is being seen by Air Force pilots. These are people that you think, well, they're not going to make this stuff up because they want to keep flying or keep staying on ships. And what is this stuff? So I was always questioning, could I be wrong here? Is there alien life on Earth? Well, then last week, and I wanted to talk about this earlier, but I had to find the clip. um, On the Gutfeld show, which is kind of a news talk comedy show, right? It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it on Fox News. Um, they had the former Secretary of State and CIA director Mike Pompeo on it. And of course, that's the same Mike Pompeo that sounds like he's going to be running for president, which I think would be very cool. I like Mike, Mike Pompeo. Um, so, as a joke, and I'm going to run the entire clip, because they were talking about something else. I can't remember what it was, but it had nothing to do with aliens. But Mike Pompeo didn't even want to talk about the subject. So, so let's let's listen to this clip. Okay. And he lets out a little something that I don't think he meant to let out. Let's listen. I had to write,
1: I had to write my own story. All right, it's right.
0: either answer. who killed JFK. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, commercial break. Come on, there go. <laughs>
0: there you
1: go, huh? <laughs> what about the aliens? So I did get to read the UFO files. What did you, anything good? Uh, we have bigger problems. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. You think we don't have bigger problems than aliens? Yeah. If, it depends on how nice they are. Are they yeah. tasty? Are can we eat them? I think that'd be a bad idea. Really? Gen- oh. Generally speaking. So we we have yes. an affirmation. You acknowledge that he, they he, he He's saying, it. acknowledging that if we have vision from another <laughs> planet, not, to not ought, eat. Yeah, you, you shouldn't start that. I think that's exactly. pretty basic. Okay. Amazing. Also, I, don't give him the bird. Damn and it. Don't you, shoot him. No! 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 We already eat earthlings, like like pigs mean, we? and cows are earthlings. We eat earthlings. Let's eat Martians. You got me to transmit classified information on this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're saying they exist. You don't want to eat them. They're maybe? poisonous. Are they? How do we know that? Tucker Carlson, oh, you, where have, been t- have you been? Yes, Tucker Carlson. T- t- t-
0: t- t-
1: Something tells me that the government has been feeding aliens to people and they've been dying. It's just the big this is definitely a Tucker original, right? It's like the cattle mutilations, that's nothing. Call Fox Nation, we got a show.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Coming up, does this- Okay. <clears throat> I want to point out something. Mike Pompeo, the former director of the CIA, the former Secretary of State of the United States under Donald Trump admitted there are aliens on Earth and then expressly said I think I just transmitted classified information. Now I played the banter after that because I did that on purpose. Because Tyrus, who was the big it was the big guy, the man who was talking basically was trying to dig Pompeo out of this Pompeo wanted to nothing to do with this conversation after he'd already screwed up he almost acknowledged he acknowledged he probably screwed up and then gutfeld and Pom, uh, Gutfeld and Tyrus were and by the way that's his name Tyrus he doesn't have a last name that we know of basically admit that there are they, they were trying to save him From saying too much. Because they knew he wasn't going to say anything anymore. So what do we know? What do we know? You, You can't eat them. Now what does this mean? It could mean that they're probably silicon based life forms. That maybe these life forms are not huge. Maybe they're flat. Maybe they barely function in our society. You know maybe they're from Jupiter or Saturn or Uranus. Or Neptune. Yes, I said Uranus, not your anus. That's not how you pronounce it. It's Uranus. Where the pressure is so heavy that they're flat. And that they are super intelligent, flat, silicon-based. That's why we couldn't eat them. We could die. I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is the chariots of the gods, baby. They're out there. Now, let's get to the news. So, let's get through it. Um, The news cycle hasn't been all that exciting lately. They're still talking about classified documents and all that crap. And, you know, I just don't care too much about that until some real news comes out on it. Um, But Joe Biden has decided that it's time to end the public health emergency caused by the pandemic. Back in 2020, 2019, for COVID-19, it's now 2023, and he's decided the pandemic's over. On May 11th. Now, he hasn't explained why the pandemic is still in hot, a hot mess on May 10th, and why May 11th, suddenly there's no pandemic. And by the way, a newsflash everyone knows the pandemic's over. There is nobody walking around with a mask in California. And this is California. In Los Angeles, you got a bunch of people that are walking in masks because in California, in Los Angeles, they're all crazy. But the question everyone is asking is why why wait to May 11th? Why not just end the and end the pandemic? Well, there are two reasons. Well, there's a reason that the Biden administration gives and then there's the actual reason. The reason that the Biden administration g- gives, Biden administration gives, is that they need that the public health sector and the private health sector need to draw down their processes in order to go back to the new normal. That's a load of crap. Okay, you don't, it's not how emergencies work. Uh, if the emergency is over, the emergency is over, that's it. But here's the real reason he wants to continue to spend money, which he was able to do in the last two years. He wants to continue to halt rental payments. At rent, uh, apartment rental payments and student loan debts he wants to continue to give out free vaccines helping out big pharma that's what this whole thing's about he likes the power and by the way he's not the only one a lot of Democrats m- uh, most Democrats don't want this pandemic over Sh- uh, Sheila Jackson-Lee sat in front of Congress yesterday and said, we're still in the pandemic. 500 people are dying a day from COVID. Well, first off, we already know COVID was probably, the deaths were probably way higher than they would have been. And 500 people, there are 350 million people in the United States. 330 million. In the United States, well, yeah, who's dying and where? That's 50 people a state if you if you, you divide it by states. It's stupid. Well, there are two bills that the Republicans are putting out in both the Senate and the House. The pandemic is over Act and the Freedom for Healthcare Workers Act. Uh, these bills are bipartisan, believe it or not. In the Senate, Joe Manchin is a huge fan of these bills. And rumor has it there are going to be a couple of other senators that may push this whole thing. Um, Though these bills might pass, and I say might because Democrats still control the Senate. Who knows what's going to happen there? And it looks like it will pass in the House. The question's going to be what's going to happen when it comes to the President Biden's desk. And the White House has basically said they're against the legislation. So you guess what that means. He's going to veto us. Now, what's big about this bill is this is exactly what Republicans should be doing. Start putting out bills like this that the president is going to have to veto and that the Democratic Senate is going to have to knock down. You know what other bill I'd like to see? Because the public knows that this pandemic is over and this pandemic has been a nightmare. But... I would like to see Biden knock this one down. You know another bill I'd like to see the Senate Democrats knock down? And, and, and if we, God bless it, if we could have that, Biden veto it, is the an anti-mutilation act based on affirmative care. Uh, basically ban transing of kids. I'd like to see Senate Democrats vote against that. Okay, let's continue. So Hunter Biden is in the news again. Uh, The Daily Mail, which is a British paper, came out with a report that Hunter Biden was caught paying one of his assistants at his law firm for video sex over a video conferencing line. Now, at his law firm, you know, the hundred billion, hundred million dollar law firm. This gal was paid something like $875 every two weeks. She was not earning crap. And she had to find ways to make money to pay her rent. And this was one of the ways. Now, again, you're not going to see a lot of this in the news because guess what? There's evidence of it. There's not only evidence of it, but there are other women in the law office that are saying, oh yeah, that that does happen. He did do that. He would basically go in, he would offer the woman money and he did this not by talking to her about it, but through text message and through payment apps. There is a ton. The Daily Mail actually released payment app information and released text messages. There's no way to avoid this. So she did it to make some money and she looked like she made a few thousand dollars doing this. This, this, this story, I mean, this is not a surprise. Okay, this, I'm sorry. This is just not a surprise. This story shows us one thing that Hunter Biden is evil. He is not just a bad man. He is evil. This is Harvey Weinstein level crap. This is Jeffrey Epstein level crap. This is some bad stuff. Now, let's not forget, Hunter Biden is a drug addict. He would film it at every possible moment and then save it on laptops, which he was bound to lose eventually. He bangs hookers everywhere he goes. He's, he was banging his dead w- brother's wife. I mean, the guy died and before the body even was cold. He was already with his brother's wife. He knocked up a stripper slash hooker. I don't know what you call her, and refuses to acknowledge the kid. As a matter of fact, he won't even pay. He won't pay support, and he won't even let the kid have his last name. They are fighting this in court right now. And by the way, the DNA DNA proves that the kid is his kid. That's why he has to pay child support. I posted this link on Twitter. We'll have to see if this link, if I'm going to get suspended from twitter or the the thing is going to be removed we'll 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 see how that works out. but God he's a bad guy, but mind you, according to Joe Biden, the smartest guy he knows well, good for him okay- re- remember about two weeks ago, I said that Illinois had just banned semi automatic rifles like the a r fifteen And I said, don't worry about it. This is going to last 10 minutes and then the courts will cut it off. Well, the courts have cut it off a week and a half later. Okay, so according to Fox News, the lawsuit from four gun merchants and 850 individuals who argue that the law was enacted improperly and didn't have the proper public input, adding that the law violated the state and U.S. Constitution's Equal Protection Clause in providing exemptions for some groups of people based on their occupation or training. For example, people who are active in retired law enforcement are excluded from the ban. Okay, now this is not the greatest uh, reason to ban this. I, the NRA has another lawsuit out there that basically says straight out it it violates the Second Amendment, it violates 18 pre, uh, pre, preferences, uh, um, precedences, precedents that the Supreme Court has already... That's what they're going after. This one is saying, well, it's a bad law because it violates the Constitution. Equal protection. So the idea is I can't own a rifle because... But my next door neighbor can own a rifle because he used to be a soldier, and they say that violates equal uh, opportunity. And it won, so that that court that case won in a lower court. The guy said it's unconstitutional, and what he essentially did was he put a moratorium on it, which means they couldn't enact the law, and then it went to uh, appellate court. Which is where this news story comes from, and the appellate courts over uh, didn't overturn. Excuse me, the, uh, over or held with the lower court's ruling. So essentially, what's going to happen now is, if the state wants to continue this load of crap, which of course they are, because it's not their money, and I don't care. Uh, it's got to go to the state supreme court. The state supreme court tells me that it, the Illinois state supreme court probably going to over probably going to keep the ban. And then it's going to go all the way to the Supreme Court. And since we've seen this already, it's probably going to be held. And then, by the way, you still got to worry about the NRA's lawsuit, which basically says a violation of the Second Amendment can't do that. And that's going to definitely get over... That's definitely going to get held on every level of the court, if they're honest courts. So, good for us. Second Amendment is... Second Amendment is still working out. Okay. I. Hey, guys. She's back. Uh (laughs) That's right. Kamala Harris has finally decided to come out of the closet and making a complete ass out of herself. I was impressed with this one. I mean, she hasn't she hasn't been out, she hasn't said a word for a week, and then the first speech she gives, she looks like a complete ass. So, this is, this, she was, I don't know where she was, I don't care, I found it on Twitter, which Twitter is, they, they love when Kamala Harris comes out, and she decided to talk about what happens when a couple of astronauts blast are ready to blast into space? Let's listen to this. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned
1: to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up.
0: They waved to their families, and they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens
1: of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched.
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> I just want to point out, she's not talking to, to four-year-olds here. She's talking to an audience of adults and where do are I? Someone brought up a good point on Twitter. Who who are speechwriters? Third graders. This is the most. And of course, she ends it. It's got, it's got the uh, the 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 crazy laugh at the end. So I mean, it's a perfect video clip. It, it's basically all of Kamala Harris's um, vice president qualities. She's just a miserable human being. She's just terrible. I mean, my God, who do you think you're talking to? Well, let's see if her boss had anything better to say yesterday. Um, I got to be honest with you. I listen, Joe Biden, one of the great things about actors is they know how to lower and raise their voices and when it's appropriate. Joe Biden doesn't have that talent. He tries to be forceful. He tries to do all these things, right? And it's just none of that stuff actually works. And here he is talking about the economy again. I assume it's about the economy. And how everything's going to get better because we are the United States. That's all he really has to say. But no, he's got to either do this thing and talk like that. Or he's got to yell, Well, he decided to yell. Let's listen to Joe. There's nothing we can't do. Nothing. When the hell has America ever,
1: ever, ever set a goal that it didn't reach? When has it ever? Name me a time. Name me a time when America's gone
0: through a crunch and didn't come out stronger on the other side than went in. What is he yelling at? Calm down, dude. You're going to end up with a stroke. No reason to yell. And by the way, he shouldn't be yelling at anybody. We should be yelling at him. He created the country, made the country into an absolute freaking mess. And he's yelling at everybody? Hey, Joe, I mean, yeah, we we did have a depression. That seemed to have been a thing where you guys screwed up. And yeah, we came back out after 10 years. And the reason it lasted as long as it did was because of stupid government policy. So, yeah, there were times, yeah, we always came out of it, but it one, because of Democrats, they, they extended it. And his policies are not making anything better. So, you know, he can yell all he wants, but the reality of the matter is he's not helping any situations whatsoever. Okay. This is something I wanted to talk about. Artificial um, Artificial intelligence. Now I I I've been playing with this this thing Chat GPT for a quite a while, but about almost a month. I've been showing it to the kids. I've been showing it to my fiance. Nobody seems that impressed with it. And as an IT guy, I used to deal with applications that worked with artificial intelligence before. But now we we discover something kind of. And fun. So this ChatGPT, and by the way, if you want to play with it, it's a free, it's a free app. You can go to the website and play with it. If you if you go to dumbasses.talkingpolitics.com, it's there. All right. And all you sent what it is essentially is it's a white screen. You type in your question, you type in your request, because it doesn't have to be a question, and it spits out a response. <coughs> And the questions can be just about anything. I have yet to find anything that it hasn't been able to answer or give an answer for. Okay, a lot of things it doesn't answer. So, and we'll talk about that too. So, for example, if I want to write poetry, I give it a subject and it writes a poem. If I want to write a story, I give it a subject and it writes the story. All right? So, but it it made the news again last week. And... I, I, I'm sorry, I don't think this is that big of a deal, but let's go through it. All right. So, according to Daily Wire, ChatGPT, a market, a mass market artificial intelligence chatbot launched and open, a, launched by OpenAI last year, passed the bar exam and the medical license exam that typically requires human students years of intensive study and post secondary education to complete. The language processing tool has gained widespread recognition over the past several weeks as knowledge workers leverage the user-friendly system to complete tasks such as writing emails and debugging code in a matter of moments. Academics have successfully applied the system to exams, often considered too difficult even for the brightest students. Now, normally I would say I'm impressed, but I'm not really. Here's the thing, way back, I'm a huge chess guy. I suck at chess, but I love playing chess. I love studying it. It's a a hobby more than anything else. And it's a hobby when I have time to do it. But there used to be two programs, uh, computer programs called Fritz and Deep Blue. And these chess programs, that's all they did was chess these chess programs were considered the first versions of artificial intelligence. And so these chess programs would go out and they would compete against human beings. So essentially you'd have the computer there. The chess grandmaster would make a move and then the computer would analyze the move, give spit out its answer, and then the, the person sitting at the board would make the move. That's how they played. Well... They called this they called this um, artificial intelligence but it wasn't really artificial intelligence at all. What these guys would do would be to throw all the positions that a, you could possibly be in and all of the different moves that could possibly make be made and then it would crunch the positions millions in a second and then come out with the the, the most basic answer. That would give the computer an advantage, and at first it did okay. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the grandmasters could beat it. But here was the big problem: um, a grandmaster like Gary Kasparov would go in and put the computer in a position it's never seen before. In other words, he would make very odd moves. For example, moving a pawn on the first or last rank, which you're never supposed to do. The computer would get confused, it wouldn't know what to do. And of course, after it would lose, the programmers would take those bizarre moves, throw it into the computer, and it would make it stronger. Now this is the problem I have with this version of artificial intelligence. It's not really intelligent if the people continually are adding information to it. It's not self-aware. And it doesn't, it doesn't actually learn. So next time it plays Gary Kasparov, oh, he made that move. I know what I'm going to do. No, it doesn't do that. So the computers were defeated. Eventually more moves, because you only have a certain number of moves on a chessboard. The more moves it had, the stronger it would get because it's more information it has to calculate. Now, Some of the things they say is different about this ChatGPT system is that it's creative. The system is supposed to be able to create poetry, write stories, simply by putting in the subject you want, a poem or something written. So I did that. I said, do me a favor, write a poem about an orange. And I typed in, create a poem about an orange. Now, I will say what is interesting about this Is that, well, okay, back to the law thing. Okay, it passed the law exam. I'm not, I'm honestly not impressed with that. I'll tell you why. Because it is searching the internet for the answer. And yes, there is trillions, quadrillions of bits of information about the, about on the internet. And it's able to encompass all of that in seconds. That's great. I, I get it. But for me... What's impressive about it is it recognizes what I type in. and That's what's impressive. What's, the answer is not impressive. And the reason the answer is not impressive is because it does have the entire internet out there to deal with. So if I had the internet, if I was in lo- taking the log exam, and I had the internet to take the log exam, yeah, it would take me a lot longer, but I would be able to come up with the answer just by typing in Google. So no, I'm not that impressed with it. I just think it's faster. That's it. And I do like the fact that it, it realizes what I'm typing. And a couple of times I did go in and type incorrect language. I, I never, in other words, I misspelled words. So I, the first thing I typed in, create a poem about an orange. And the other time I typed in, create a... Uh, a poem about an orange and I was missing the A, it still got it. And it it still created a poem about an orange. So let's read the poem about the orange. I know we're already past the 30 minute point, but I think this is a good story. So this is what it wrote. The orange is so bright that it glistens in the night. A juicy fruit so fine, it's hard to not make it mine. When I peel off its skin, I am hit with the sweet scent one that I cannot forget, a flavor that I won't regret. The taste of its juice is like the magical muse, so sweet and so divine that I'm glad it's mine, an orange so bright, a symbol of delight, one that I can savor and savor, savor, until the next time I have one to devour. Savour? I don't know what that is. Uh, as a matter of fact that's that's actually seen as a misspelling in word now here's the thing not really romantic all right um, the the rhymes are not great not real not real imaginative you're not gonna compare this to let's say Wordsworth. It just made a simple four line per stanza, four stanza, was it four stanzas? One, two, three, yeah, four stanza poem. A standard, it's basically just a standard po- poem. Something that you'd make in third grade, okay? It, it, it's just not a great, it's not a great poem. Now, to test this out, I closed the program and reopened it and then type in, create a poem of an orange. Now, to its credit, what it did do was create a different poem. And I did that with stories, too. So I said, create a story about an evil man tempted by the devil. Or a good man tempted by the devil. And it did that. It it, it created two different stories. So that was kind of impressive. But the reality is, again, the stories were so very... were so very bland... There wasn't anything to them, like for example, the system sat back and said, uh, "It created the story, but it was basically good man tempted by devil, man turned off the devil, turned down the devil, devil walked away." I, that's what it was. And the orange thing, yeah, not an impressive poem. If I tried to publish a bunch of poems on ChatGPT, I guarantee you no one would care. No one would listen to it. No one would think it's beautiful. What's worse, it doesn't change the type, the the format of anything. It just changes some of the words. It doesn't even change the order. So, for example, when I typed in, give me a poem about an orange, it gave me a poem about an orange, four stanzas, four lines per stanza, a rhyme every two lines, lines. That's what it did. It was the same thing. It's not learning anything. So now let's talk about the morality and this is the important part. and I've seen this done a couple of times, so I decided to do it. So this is supposed to this is supposed to be a neutral system. all right So it comes up with neutral information. So I asked this thing, what is abortion? Now listen to its answer. And then I'm going to really talk about this a little bit. Abortion is the termination of a pregnancy before the fetus is able to survive outside the womb. It is a medical procedure that is legal in most countries and regulated by law. It is usually done in the first trimester of pregnancy, but can be done later in some cases. There are different types of abortion, including medical, surgical, or a combination of both. It is highly per- It is a highly personal decision and must be made in consultation with a medical professional. Now, did you notice that last line? That had nothing to do with my question. It is a highly personal decision and must be made by in consultation with a medical professional. That's not what I asked you. I just asked you what, what abortion was. Doesn't that sound kind of like a uh, a personal opinion? So I decided, okay, it says the, the fetus. I decided to ask it about the fetus. Is a fetus considered a human being? That was my question. The answer to this question is highly debated, and opinions vary widely. From legal perspective, a definition of human being varies from country to country, and the answer to whether a fetus is considered a human being often depends on the laws in place. Okay, fine. Generally, however, a fetus is not considered a legal person until it reaches a certain stage of development and viability. Ethically, opinions also vary widely and are ultimately up to the person to decide. So here's the thing. Again, it's up to the person to decide. That's not what I asked you. You should have It should have been the first four lines. Should have been the answer and that should have been it. Instead, it says it's up to the person. Does that sound like a scientific answer to you? (coughs) (coughs) Here's the one problem with with these artificial intelligence. Okay? Artificial intelligence is written by programmers. Okay? What these programmers need to do is put in the information and then... They do tests like this, which is what they're doing. This is a test, and then they go out and they they go out and they, they review its answers, and then they try to shape the artificial intelligence. But does this seem like artificial intelligence? It doesn't. It seems like it's it's kind of it's kind of biased. In both those answers, it said it's up to the individual. It's up to the doctor. It's up to the individual to decide what is viable and things like that. It's making an absolute, uh, an absolute determination. Ethically, opinions also vary widely and are ultimately up to the individual to decide. No, that's not the answer. Is the fetus a human being? That's the question. Yes or no? Ethics and all this stuff? I mean, that's what I ask. Is the fetus considered a human being? So it's artificial intelligence shows promise. Like, for example, one of the things they want to do is they want to analyze code, right? They want to analyze code. That's a great, I I used artificial intelligence for that, to go through my network and find things that were, were wrong in the network. That's artificial. I appreciate that. That is good. But again, it's just kind of a big search engine. Go on the internet and look if one of my servers isn't updated. Go look and see, look at all of the, the traffic, internet traffic, network traffic, and find things that are not exactly correct. Can do it much faster than I could do it. But that doesn't necessarily make it intelligent. As a matter of fact, some of my systems said things were all fine when in fact Russian hackers had come up with the, come up with something. They were flooding a network with problems and this wasn't able to catch it. Why? Because the programmers didn't update it. Intelligence means it learns and it sees these odd things and artificial intelligence doesn't do that. It's still up to the programmers. And unfortunately, it's also up to the biases of the programmers. Okay, visit my website. I would encourage you, go out there. Again, the the link to chat gdpt is on my website grab it play with it ask it questions ask it whatever you want it will do it whether it does it satisfactory or not i'd like to hear that from you in the comments okay folks take care uh talk to you tomorrow this is gene and you've listened to dumbasses talking politics